I'm Mark. This is Fluxibos episode 275, recorded on August 20th, 2019. On the docket today, let's go around the web. What you playing? Featuring good boys and fighting with my family. As always, we're going to close out the show with that sweet, sweet, awkward finish. And maybe an OC remix. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Enjoy the show. Could have been right in the Flexipose Summer Loving Volume Six or Seven or whatever it is. It was it was summer groovy. It was makes me, makes me want to chair dance like this. Wiggle wiggle wiggle. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Welcome to Flexipose. I am Jason Lizzie. I am still joined by my good friend Lucas Rose. Hi hi. Hello. What? Dabra. Dabra. What? I don't know. Welcome to Flexibles. We are happy to have you here. This is what you get. We do all this stupid random things and we record it. And luckily we don't pay. You don't have to pay to listen to it. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Flexibles, but it's by no means a requirement. You get all the stuff for free. Like Flexibles Radio came out last week. Hope you dig it. Came out. You could get early access. Years. You could get early you access. Wait. And you can't wait. A little, a little birdie, not to be confused with the one you find on Twitter, says that there is an exclusive piece of Patreon content in the works. Maybe next month? Maybe not. Knowing our track record? Probably not. But <laughs> it might. And you, you know, you might, you might want to check it out. But until then, you can join us on Discord at Flexibos.com slash Discord. And... We stream the show every Tuesday night live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Fluxtapose. We might move the time, folks. We've been doing 9 p.m. Lucas, he, he knocked his kids around a little bit, got got the house straightened up. We might be back to 8.30. So, 9 o'clock still. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. For, for people that have been playing along at home. So, I hope your week is finding you well. Hopefully, you're listening to this on Wednesday morning. Maybe you waited and you're not. But, hey, that's all. That's all fine and well, but we're happy to have you here all the same. I'm going to tell you what, let's get this started in proper fashion. We always like to kick the show off for you, the listeners, with a little IRL. We're going to tell you about our lives so you can feel better about yours. And boy, I had a day today. Yeah. I had a day. So before I talk about my birthday, let's talk about today. Okay. Well, let's talk about today. Although the birthday kind of goes into it. So maybe we got to talk about the birthday first. Let's do the birthday first. Oh, oh, okay. I had my birthday on Saturday. Happy birthday. Did, did, did the swim class with the kiddo. He did awesome. He went his face underwater for like the first time and like just did everything that was asked of him, which was awesome. Wow. And then we went and got donuts because I was like, you did awesome. We're going to go get donuts. And his mom was excited. So she came and met us. And he, he picked, he didn't want a donut though. He picked a cookie. He picked a Donatello face Oof. sugar cookie. Oof. Which is, he is you know, just that, a kid, but that face on. is loaded with made out of nothing but frosting sugar. At least you it's know? a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cookie. So he was pretty wired by the time he got that. And nice. by the time he got home, I think it crashed because he just turned into a monster. He was just like, ah, a little devil child. Uh, so once my in-laws came over, we we're like 
see ya. <laughs> and we, we, we were out the door. So that was like part of our gift. Um, my in-laws came over to watch our son. So, cause we've been, as you, you guys have been listening for a while, you know, we don't get that opportunity much. So uh, we did some of our old haunts, you know, we went to East town, walked around, went to the antique store. I was like, I was, I, I that uh, harmony has expanded, you know, they, they took that building next to them. And now they have that nice outdoor section as well. Yeah. So we're like, let's go over there. So we went over. I had a had a beverage there. We got a, a, a salmon salad. We had a we got a salad, but then we added smoked salmon to it. Ooh. It was quite delicious. Um, Putzed around town for a little bit more. Went to a vintage shop, and then we went to this uh, restaurant called the Butcher's Union, which is on the west side of town, right on Bridge Street. You know, by uh, where Old Tools is and the Anchor Bar. Yes. Um, and New New Holland. You've been to the the Winchester, not the Winchester. Um, Help me. What's the name of the Knickerbocker? Thank you. I mean, I've been in there (laughs) right across the street from uh, from that. It's called Butcher's Union. Fantastic. So good. They have like they source all their menu items locally, all their meat, things like that. So their menu changes daily. Um, But I got we got uh, started off with an appetizer of uh, it was I don't think because on the menu right now, it was like it's like some sort of chili glazed Brussels sprouts. But these, I think, definitely had I think these were like balsamic vinegar. Hmm. And then fry, you know, fry. They're nice and crispy. Oh, my God. I've never had Brussels sprouts before because I think I thought I was allergic to them for the longest time. And as a kid, you know, you just kind of made out to think Brussels sprouts are terrible. Yeah. So good, though. They so are good. good. You gotta got to roast that. them. I think I had, a, I had a storm cloud brewing. I think it was one of the, I think they're like, what's it called? Like the Rainmaker or something. It's like a pale ale. One of their, just a pale ale. I've had it before. It's good. Hmm. But, you know, I had that. I got the I got the seared flank steak was my meal of choice. Ooh, big old slab of beef, so good. Had I saw like, a picture um, of it. Came with green beans and there was like a it looked it was like it was au gratin potatoes. That's how you say that au gratin. I think potatoes au gratin. Like, like yeah, a nice little square slab of that. It was so it, it looked it was like if potatoes could be lasagna, that it was like potato potatoes in lasagna form. That's how it was like layered and stacked with cheese. Oh, so good. Interesting. So good. And then I got dessert too. And then I was just like. Ugh. Roll me home. I'm done. I you hate know, that feeling. It, had, it was so, such a good time to like, we took our time, ate as long as slow as we wanted, able to have conversation. We're not worried about what our son's doing, but we don't go out like this anymore. But just in this limited experience, we got to run the gambit of what downtown Grand Rapids could offer you in terms of select individuals. So when we were walking around East Town, first we see... There's this girl like sitting Indian style on the ground, which, you know, it's an eclectic area. You see weird stuff like that all the time. Don't think of nothing of it. We come back. We go walk by. We come back on our return trip. And then you can tell she's like upset. I can't. She had a cup sitting there. I'm not sure if she's trying to collect money. And then it's like mm-hmm. you visibly can tell she's been crying. And like that parent inside of you is like, oh, this young girl, I hope she's OK. Someone needs to care for her and make sure she's all right. Right. But at the same time, you're like, nope, I'm just going to keep on walking. Get me out of this situation. Yes. Let's go. And yes. you just do that. After, we, after we're leaving dinner, we're walking towards our car. And this is probably it was only like six. Some, it was like five something because we had uh, we had time to kill. We went to the Woodland Mall. Cause our movie was like at seven 15. So mm. um, we're walking to our car. So it's broad daylight. And I see a man standing probably 15 feet down the ro- the street from us on the sidewalk, his backs to us. He's holding a bottle of water. I'm like, Oh, you know, some guy just doing whatever. But then the drunken yelling starts. I'm like, Oh, this oh, isn't no. just a guy in the street. This is a, 
this is one of those eternally plastered miscreants that wanders the town yelling at the top of his lungs. <laughs> and sure enough, he's like, I don't know who he's yelling at, but he's just screaming he's down. He's yelling. I've been, the, I've been in the fucking military my whole life. I'll knock your ass out. You come back here. I'll fucking punch you. And, just, and we're just wide berth. Yep. And he kind of eyes you as you go. And you're like, don't, don't make eye contact. Just go. Yeah, he's going to start go. talking to you. Just, just or yelling in here. this case. And I was like, wow. I don't go out anymore, but already this is this is what it's but this is what I've been missing. This is why I don't go to downtown. And you weren't even oh, in that deep of downtown. Down, wasn't even in downtown, no. So uh we survived that. We went and saw uh, Good Boys, which we'll talk about in uh the what you play in section, because we wanted to have a good laugh. We wanted to have a good laughy movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so as we're driving home though that night, this will this will correlate into what happens today. As we're driving home around the highway. Uh, we're driving home and then out of nowhere, everything's fine. Just driving, cruising down the highway. All of a sudden, dash lights up like a Christmas tree. Bing, bing, bing. Sounds are going off like pinball. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I've seen the message. You know, you get these fancy cars. They got all their, their heads up displays. And it's like service to track. And the what traction the control is light is on. And the uh, the anti-lock brake, the ABS light is on. Jarvis like, comes over the speakers. But, yeah, exactly. But the <laughs> so, car still drove fine. So we're like. Well, that can't be good. And so I'm like, get home and you, you know, we drive home. We're fine. Try to frankly Google what, like, what does this mean? How much money do I have to sink into this? Yeah. So that was Saturday. Sunday comes. The lights are gone. It's driving fine. I'm like, okay. Guess it just needed to reset itself. <laughs> and then, uh, it's never that easy. I, I noticed that that housing for the uh, air filter was kind of coming loose again. I was like, oh, great. So well, there's your um, problem right there. <laughs> it could be. Monday comes. I don't think we took the car anywhere. So then uh, today, my wife calls me. I'm at work and she calls me and she's like, her and Aiden had to go somewhere. And our dog's being a pain in the ass because he's, he's, go, went, we went outside, but he's not using the bathroom because he doesn't want, he's like, I'm just going to piss in the house while you're gone. So she's like, can I just, should I just leave him out here? I'm like, yeah. He's on his line. Our yard's fenced in. What's, what's mm-hmm. he going to do? So she left him. And then a little bit, she calls me. She's like, I think you're going to have to make a service appointment. The car's acting up. I'm like, no. no. And she's like, she, so she described it as like it was like when she would break, it was like grinding noise. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, what the hell? I mean, there's no indication that her brake pads are bad, but that's what I'm thinking. Like some of her brakes are shot. So I called the one place that I had brake work done, get an appointment. They can get us in today. I gonna meet there there meet her there. Um, she calls me when on her way there to drop it off. She's like, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it there. The car's acting like it's breaking down, like it was like shuddering. Like, I don't know what's going on. So we get the car there. This is our Equinox, get it dropped off, tell them what it's going on. I also said, Hey, while you have it, is there anything you can do about this air filter housing? Can it be replaced? And she's like, Yeah, we'll take a look at it. So I, I get back to work after I take them home and I'm like, you know, I'd start researching the problem, I'm like so it's got to be like a I'm like, maybe it's a sensor because so uh, these new fan dangled cars, you know, you have your your traction control, your your anti-lock brake system. And then they have sensors in each of like the wheel bearings that that measure um, the speed of the tires so that they're all, you know, they, all your tires are going the same speed because yeah. all of a sudden if your tires are moving faster then it's like, oh, you've lost traction and it's going to uh, stabilize the system to maintain equal you know, speed on all the tires. So I'm like, if this sensor is not working, maybe like the ABS is trying to engage when it shouldn't be. And that's kind of exactly what the thing is. So we had a sensor that had a bunch of road gunk and grime and corrosion on it. And they were going to pop that off, work on it. And unfortunately though, like if that doesn't work, 
that sensor alone is like four hundred dollars. I'm like, good lord. Oh my god. It's a good thing so they that, put it in a place where it can get so easily grind yeah. up and ruined. And, and I had to research that. Like, why would they have to replace the bearing too? Why can't they just replace the sensor? You know, so I'm not sure about that. But then I wonder um, if it's because they have to go that deep. So you might as well replace the bearing if you're in there already. Could be, I guess. And then uh, the pins on my calipers apparently had jammed, were jammed. Mm. So that was causing like, I don't know. I can't remember what he how he described it to me, but essentially it was I don't know if it's applying too much pressure, but it, it, it basically had made the heads on um had made the heads warped a little bit because you can notice when you stopped like you could feel the car as as you would slow down you kind of get that a little circuit it felt like almost a circular motion and as you're slowing down oh okay. so they resurfaced yeah. resurfaced those replaced that the memory pads are fine it did all that luckily the, they were able to clean up the sensor so we got out for the cheaper the estimate and they replaced nice. the housing on the uh air filter with a used one but like i asked you know just took a night like how is it how to drive is it drive like new and she's like oh actually so like the traction light popped on a couple like once she said, and then like she felt like the brakes doing something weird and I drove it and it seemed fine. I did notice one time when I, I stopped, I could feel like maybe the ABS kicked in a little bit, but nothing, no indicators popped out. So I'm going to drive it to work back tomorrow mm-hmm. just to see how it goes. Cause then if that's the case, then I'm guessing I'm going to have to just replace that sensor, you know, maybe Ugh. it's still faulty. So it's like, what's first of all. So it's like, what's, what's $400 today. I didn't plan on spending that. So why not? And so yeah. what's in the, what's, let's just double that up to fix it. You know, Jesus. Uh, it's just like, uh, I hate cars, you know, I hate cars. So that's how my day is gone. So I've been looking forward to this to try to like get past that all. And then on top of it, Lucas, maybe you've kind of gone through this a little bit with preschool. Mm hmm. But like that's not the thing. That's like the thing they don't tell you about is like, well, if you want to get your kid into preschool, you better get them on a waiting list two years in advance. Yeah, yeah. We and would like, have we w- with what the age Aiden is right now. We ran into yeah. that. That's why he didn't go because we were we were gonna do it, and then we we're like, yeah. oh, never mind. Like there's some some of his other some of their moms just knows have kids similar age and they're starting and like we had them on one list, but we just, you know, we don't think it, the school is a good culture fit for us as parents. Like mm-hmm. it's their little it's above us you know oh, I see. <laughs> and i it's full days and i don't think he's ready for that and then so we found this one school that jess was really into and was excited about and then they called them because like they had a couple people ahead of them well none of those people answered so they had a spot for him it's two half days it's affordable it's perfect and then they called back later it's like oh he's not he's, he's not old enough he can't go We're like oh wow. okay so he has to be three, so he wouldn't be able to go until next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Today wasn't a good day. So between that, the car, it's like, what's up? What else can happen? Why else my computer just explode well, down? I was going to say, can today's not over yet. <laughs> can that just happen? Internet so, go out. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, I don't know. Maybe it takes a while for those sensors to recalibrate as you drive. So I'm, I'm hoping that that sorts itself out. I don't have to pay any more money. I got a bunch of credit card bills and paying. It's just like, what next, man? It's just how it goes, right? I mean, what are you going to do? Basically, yeah. What are you going to do? So if you would like to, now's a perfect time to jump on the Fluxibos.com <laughs> Patreon train. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Fluxibos. Join the Flux Legion. Help us help ourselves climb out of our, our wallowing depression. And our next um, Patreon tier is Jason gets his car fixed. <laughs> Jason gets a new car. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if Sean Capri can go to E3 
Yeah, I mean, why can't I just get a car? I mean, uh, yeah. I, I feel like those those tickets probably cost the same. I mean, basically, uh, a car. I mean, right? right. I mean, so that's where I'm at. But man. everyone it's, likes Sean more than you. It's a crummy day. It's a crummy day. I I think I can talk. I I think I can talk about this. Okay. Um, since we kind of told our employees, but we had a, a former employee uh, that we fired because he sucked. Basically, like, <laughs> it's usually take, why you get fired. take our documentation, and um, he basically tried to start, start up his own company. And he's every, like, his logo is a direct ripoff of ours, his email signature, <laughs> his contracts, everything. And he's like trying to, <laughs> to steal customers from us. But why didn't he, he work this hard when he worked for you guys? I know, but here's the <laughs> thing the real whole reason we found out is because the first shipment he moved, he failed on. So his customer called us looking for an update on it. We're like, yeah, Jay, he doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> Oh my so, gosh. So he just didn't tell anybody. He was just yeah. like, uh, yeah, like change one yeah. letter. So yeah, we, we got, yeah, we're dropping the legal hammer on his head, but here's the thing I don't get. He could have just easily like been an agent. So like you could go work for a company that already has, you know, authority <laughs> has financial backing and you could work underneath them and they would take, you know, X percentage of every shipment you moved and you would have that, this parent company helping you out instead of, can you imagine like, I mean, I'm I'm a fairly smart guy, but I know I'm smarter than that guy. And I have no I I would no desire want to have to navigate the legal and the side of having to start. my. Oh, business, yeah, for know? sure. You have to have especially you have to have insurance. You have to have a bond and that bond alone costs like 15 grand Ugh. to protect you. And, and there's just all these things. And then figure out how you're going to bill your customers, how you're going to pay your carriers. Um, it's going to be bad. Well, he. uh Tom asked if he signed an NDA. He did sign a confidentiality agreement and a like a no solicitation agreement. So uh, we got that against him. So it's going to be interesting. I don't think we're going to like pursue him. Like it's not like we're going to go take him to court. I think we're sending basically a cease and desist, and that uh, probably should be enough to uh, take care of it. But you should give him a YouTube copyright strike. <laughs> so needless to say, we had to upgrade like all of our legal docs at work, or you know our handbook. Up, you know, further strengthen our confidentiality agreement. It's just like, I just, I just can't imagine doing that. And, his, and when I heard, I was like, when I thought, I was like, he wasn't good in logistics anyway. So why would you want to continue down the path of logistics? Yeah, no, yeah, I don't understand that either. So he must have took it personal. I guess I don't know. He he done. I could do he it better than you guys. So that's my fun for this week. Nice. Stay tuned for more next week. Nice, nice. All right, well. Uh, I had my suit, the first suit I ever purchased. Uh, it was an off the rack from Kohl's. We had them, um, tailored or, um, oh, what, what do okay. you call Is it called no, tailored? No, you yeah, have you it. Uh, yeah, you had it, uh, fitted for you and I've never done that before. So, uh, Derek, this is for Derek's wedding. Did, did they do your pants like they did in Friends? No, they did not. They did scene? Derek's pants, no, that's though. That's how they measure pants. Yeah. <laughs> in prison. Oh, no. He was actually like. So when we first got there, first of all, this place is kind of a hole in the wall. Uh, but it actually ended up being. A fairly decent, all like the people who worked there were nice. Another hole in the wall. <laughs> this is why I can't get through my my IRL. Everybody. <laughs> And then Jason says, geez, what are you taking off? I know. God, Lucas, you talk forever. <laughs> um, although you don't often sing songs on the podcast, so that was kind of nice. Um, I will say this, though. Their dressing rooms were indicated by a curtain that kind of like 
what you would see in a hospital that goes around a, a hospital bed. Just the little curtain on tracks. Oh, so, so kind of like the quick change <laughs> ones at Old Navy. Old Navy, yeah, but yeah. worse. <laughs> was there like a, was there camera equipment or some guy creeping up in the rafters above you? Uh, I hope not. But if there was, they got some pretty nice shots of absolutely nothing. Um, so we go in there, and Derek was first. I was, I said, you might as well go first. You're the groom, and I knew he already knew he had to have his pants done. So he goes there, and we we bought yeah, all did. the same size. Him and I. OK. And uh, he actually had to have his pa- pants let out or the buttons moved. So I was like, oh, oh boy, maybe uh, lay off the cheeseburgers there, bud. <laughs> like an asshole. I didn't maybe you need to have an impossible burger or two instead of a double bacon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Drop a few pounds, fat ass. Maybe instead of spending 10 bucks to have your pants bigger. Uh, no, I didn't say any of these things. I only thought them in my horrible, mean, thinky brain. Um, but I was like, here's the thing about having your stuff tailored. You don't know how much it's going to cost until you get there and have them. It do sounds it all. expensive. It is. Yeah. Well, if I paid. If I paid any more for the suit, I might as well have just got one from Indochino, which is already tailored. And then I could just pick whatever I want. Um, I wasn't really too happy, but thankfully it was under $100. Mine came out to 70 bucks. So but here's what I did. They had on me. They had to uh, change the length of the arms so that the shirt underneath shows you know how you're supposed to show a little bit of white of your undershirt so they take yeah they shorten the the sleeves yep (laughs) shorten the arms shorten my arms uh and then the vest break you at the break them at the wrist to do that and then you just take a little little sliver out yes basically basically you just pull on one thread and then the whole suit unravels Hmm. that's all you do uh they i have we have vests they're doing vests only during the are wedding. They, are they made from real gorilla chest? <laughs> no. See the sweater, Irish setter. You know the rest. Come on. That hey, that even rhymed. Chest, vest. You know the yeah, rest. It's the it's from the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's been a long time. Oh. Okay. Well, this just got bad fast. <laughs> I'm sure um, other people understood. Like maybe Jared, he's seen every yeah. since episode twice. Like speaking of him, this I, was, I, I, just, I honestly I thought of him when I said that um, we were filling out the RSVP to his wedding. There was like, do you have any requests, song requests? And I thought about I told I tried to get Jess to put Scatman on there. <laughs> she's like, what is that? You're so stupid. I played it for her and she's like, you're dumb. What about Scott, bo- no? What about Bone Crusher <laughs> or oh, whatever? Oh, oh, oh. Wasn't oh, it Bone Crusher? God. I'm the uh, bone. I'm the bone. Cracker, um, bone cracker, bone cracker. I'm the come from the behind. I'm in the back. Attack you. I'm the bone cracker. Yeah, he would have appreciated that one. He um, I didn't Anywho. get invited that. Uh, so, yeah, so I had that done. And then the vest was what I needed the most work on. It was I was kind of like happy about it because they had to take it in on both sides. Ooh, they had to like, like suck it up me. and make it tight. Make me look good. Uh, so that's all I needed was that and. The, the arms on the vat on the suit and the yeah. vest. So okay. 70 bucks. Awesome. Ugh, gosh. But it was it was a decent experience. I'm like, we got there and we're like, I don't know what we're, we don't know what we're doing. We're poor you, people. We you don't know. Forgot, so you're not keeping the grand tally of how much this being in this wedding is costing you. Oh, I think you want to know. No, uh, we spent more on this wedding than we did on our own. Probably. 
That's not a I'm not even exaggerating here, which is sad. Uh, so that was a fun little experience that I'll probably never do again. So I can't gain any more weight because if I and I can't lose any because I can't afford to not fit in this suit anymore. It's the only suit I'm ever going to own, probably. Uh, OK, so I have a really awkward story here. And okay. uh, I'm actually I'm going to I'm going to end with that one because that might. Oh, no, no, that's hard because both of them might end up in a discussion. Let's oh uh, no, I want to end with the other one. I can make a discussion out of so, anything you say. So tonight, this is kind of, yes, or a song. So this is kind of awkward and I really feel weird about bringing it up, but I've never had this happen before. So I'm curious to see what anybody else says. Did your tips touch? <laughs> no, yours and my tips did not touch. I thought you would have known that, um, but it was dark. So I could see why there would be confusion. So we were at the park with um, our family, our extended family. And um, really extended family, as a matter of fact, because Danette's mother-in-law, or I mean Danette's, <laughs> Danette's um, stepmom had her sister there and their children. So whatever that would be, Danette's step-aunt, right? Yeah, Danette's step-aunt, step I guess. Um, sure. So they were there at the park as well. Now, she has children that are, I think, like, the oldest one is 12 now. Something like that. Almost preteen, basically. It doesn't okay. really matter. So she has two girls and one boy. And the oldest, they're, they're all out there playing. And I go out because, for some reason, I'm always the guy who ends up looking after the kids. Because even though you would think that I wouldn't be because... You knew me for most of my life. You wouldn't have thought, wow, here's the guy who's being the responsible one and looking after the kids. You'd think I'd run the other direction. Yeah, um, that's true. But for some reason, I just end up over there. I don't know if it's because Isaac or I'm usually worried about what he's getting into. He's starting to climb everything, including things mm. that he can't really shouldn't. Well, he can do. But if he falls off of them, it's going to be a problem like rope, yeah. like cargo net rope things that he can fall through and, and whatnot, which he did. Um, but he was okay. So I'm over there and, uh, Isaac wants to go for a walk and two the oldest two or the two girls come along too. And I know them sp somewhat passingly because, uh, the, I mean, I've encountered them at other family right. stuff, but I was always kind of, they were always too shy to really talk. You know how kids are kind of shy about other people yeah. like, oh, he's got a beard. He must be scary or whatever. Yeah. So we're just talking about stuff, whatever. My mom and dad said you're on a list and I'm not <laughs> supposed to talk to you. Exactly. Exactly. So you're we're not supposed to come 50 feet from our house. Yes, basically. Yeah, that's all true about me. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we're walking around and we're talking or whatever. And by the time we get back to the. <laughs> I'm sorry. What they said is I hear you take Kratom. <laughs> yes yes we can't talk to you i just have like green you dust all over my face <laughs> what who told you that um so we're walking and by the time we get back you know we've been talking for a while and yeah. it thing you know it's not as awkward because they feel like they know you now and they're like oh you're not a creeper cool well here's the thing so we get back to the to the playground and i was like all right, Isaac, we need to start packing up. Mom gave the five minute warning. I want to get out of here. I'm always about that, like five minute exit. You know what I mean? Bye, yeah. bye, bye. We're leaving. Give hugs. Boom. Out the door. Right. Never goes that way. Ever. No. Wife is always talking to grandparents. 
you know, what are you going to do? Come on, babe. There's a very slow moving process. It's like a, it's like a reception line at a wedding or receiving line. Yeah. Everyone hates it and you can't get through it. and You're stuck. Basically. And nobody ever wants to be the first to leave, which I find weird because it's like everyone will just stay there until the latest possible until somebody leaves and then everybody starts leaving. It's like, come on, just set a time. That's when we're done. Yeah. Um, so we get to the playground and I'm like, all right, Isaac, we got to we got to start packing up. Let's go. Let's go. And the oldest. Grabs my hand. The girl, oldest girl, 12 years old or something like this, grabs my hand. No, you can't leave yet. Stay, stay pulling on my hand, walking me around as I'm trying to get like away. You got to climb on this thing before you can go. And I'm like. Cause she was already like walking kind of close to me anyways. And so Aww, I'm just like, she got a crush on Wookiee. So Brit, yeah, Brittany was there and I'm like, are you seeing this right now? Like, I'm so very uncomfortable right now. I, I'm like looking around, like I'm not doing this. On purpose. You're like, Brittany, does she like me? Like me? <laughs> yes. Or does she like, like, like exactly. me? Give me the inside scoop on this. You got to ask her. Oh, so awkward. Have you ever been in that did position? Did she come at you with like one of those paper? Oh God, with no. The, you can pick no. a number. No. One, two, I do. Three, I am four. scared that like that her mom's going to like look in one of her school journals or something. And there's just going to be a heart with my name in the middle. Wait, of it did, did you just ask me if I'm awkward? No, I asked you if you ever had a young girl, <laughs> a 12 year old. Have I ever had a young girl? Yeah. Young, well, young girl. No. Um, so young. Not. No. Not like, what do wait. you do? Um, You know, I had not like not that young, but like when I was when I was in my uh, younger twenties, like when I was working my one IT job at the, uh, um, at eight cap. Cause we also had like those, we had a K through, what was it? K through six, our charter school that we, I have helped take care of too. So mm-hmm. there was like a couple, like sixth and fifth graders that would crush on me. And so it was always awkward to like go into their classrooms because <laughs> they're like, they're at that age where they're like, have to, very outwardly indicate that. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. I'm like to yeah, no, very I know what you dramatic, mean. you know? It's yes. Like, mm, well, I'm just going to pull this Play-Doh out of the back of this computer now <laughs> and remove this soggy Play-Doh. peanut butter and jelly sandwich from the CD-ROM drive and I'm going to get out of here. Yep. Yep. That's kind of what I, I was like. Okay, I need to go. Bye. Yep. See you. Leave yep. me alone. Now, and then the other part of me is like, maybe I completely misread this and I'm just assuming something that wasn't even true. Like, look at this guy. He thinks that everybody loves him or something. Wait, I mean, uh, everyone does. I mean, Caroline doesn't like you, but it sounds like everyone loves you in PSVG. Mm, everyone who talks to me, at least. So like two people. Kevin, Kevin and Donnie. And Josh. I mean, you talk to Devin. I mean, Tiger, true, Tiger, true. Tiger Game Shark talks to you. <laughs> Half Penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a bit of a. We have a bit. I don't know. I mean, people can talk to you. That doesn't mean they like you. I talk true. to you all the time. Doesn't mean I like. I you. mean, we're Fitbit friends now, though. So that's I mean, true. We're like, Fitbit we're for like, life. We're like for. We're like, you know, two peas in a pod. We're never breaking up. It's true. It's true. We can't because I know how I act. I know how many steps in a day you take. Bitch. Now, here's what I'm looking forward to, because now when you look, you guys, I got seven hours of sleep last night. I'm so tired. You, you want to see sleep, bitch? Look at this. Yeah, but this see. Is my, 
And then I'll say, this is my every day. And then Skinny Matt will go like, I haven't slept in three days. Fuck That's me. true. What's he's, up? He just he just whips it out and lays it, that huge monster on the table. And we're just like, he's okay. Like, he's like, you want to know my secret? I'm always not sleeping. <laughs> basically. Basically. It's not the amount so much I've noticed. It's the breaking up of the sleep. I got to wake up twice a night just to feed this damn kid. Like, I had one of those moments this morning where you wake up and you have really have to pee, but you're like, I don't want to get out of bed because, you know, but then you're like, fuck it, I got to go. So you go to the bathroom and then you come back and you're just like, oh, that's why you leave a I, jug next to the bed. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how you make my trucker bombs. <laughs> that's right. Except for you throw them out your bedroom window instead of your when my side. dog, when my dog's acting off like you son of a bitch. And I throw it. <laughs> <laughs> No, just shake the the gallon of piss, and then they're like, Ugh, "I'm scared. What is this noise? Why is it so foamy? Oh, gross!" Yeah. All right, last thing, last thing. At this at this very same gathering, so I've been uh, trying to do this 16 hour uh, um, fast every night. So oh yeah, yeah. Dinner, boom, start fasting. Basically, what it amounts to is when I can eat breakfast the next day. Grouchy Surge has inspired the whole world, apparently. Yeah, basically, basically. Um, when we, and we thank him for that. Uh, I've also been watching what I've eaten, been eating, logging my food. I mean, I still eat like I did before. I watch what I eat, too. Watch it going to my, to my mouth. mouth. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm by, on, by no means on a health kick or anything. I'm just counting my calories. That's all. I still eat dessert and everything. Uh, you've always been. You've been mindful for a while now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mindful. Perfect analogy. You look I, like it. All you do is you're going to look at a picture from like three years ago. And you're like, Jesus, can't go back to that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, get a beard on your face, you dummy. What What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, so <laughs> but I have a pretty much pretty much a set idea of like what I'm going to eat throughout the day. I try to like log it ahead of time and then I just don't have to think about it. Yeah. And here's the problem, though. So we go to this thing and Derek and Brittany are there. My uh, brother in law and his um soon to be wife. And uh, they did that thing where they stop at the gas station and buy 20 ounce pops, which costs like five times more than just buying a two liter. And uh, they were like, well, they're two for it's like one for two dollars or two for three. So we just got three or we got one extra each and we're giving them to you. So he got me a Dr. Pepper. And I'm looking at this 20 ounce Dr. Pepper and I'm like. God damn it. I have this day like exactly how many calories I want. And you know you get how me this. this is going to set you back. Yes, exactly. This is like a 280 calorie bomb that you've placed in front of me or 180. I don't remember what it is. 220, something like that. I'm looking at that and I'm like, I tried to get out of it. I was like, oh, you don't have to give me your soda pop. That's fine. Like, I'm, I, I'll just drink water or whatever they have here. No, no, we bought it for you. All right. <laughs> Guess I'm drinking this now because because I don't want to be an asshole. You did something nice for me. You know, I'm that guy. I mean, what am I yeah. supposed to do at that point? Be like, no, take your soda back. The correct response, would, if it was in a can, would be to shotgun it. Uh, if it's in a bottle, uh, that's a little trickier. Yeah, that's it was a bottle. Yeah, because they say the faster you drink something, the less calories you absorb. Yeah, true. And, and it makes you very impressive. Exactly. It's a mating ritual in the southwest United States, I hear. Imagine this is a fifth of whiskey. <laughs> See? I'm awesome. Uh, Deuces. What do you do in that situation, you know? I drink. This is what I ended up doing. 
I drank half of it. I pretended I like I was drinking it and took half of it. Take a couple sips and then just kind of set it down. Throw it and away. From the not notice and then just discard it. <laughs> I, I took it home. I do like Dr. Pepper. Arguably the best soda pop there is. Uh, but yeah, that was my plan. I was like, I'll be nice. I mean, I what have a Gatorade do? that's been in my fridge because I see the calorie label on the side. I'm like, well, not drinking that. Gatorade yeah. shouldn't have calories. It's just water and powder. You know, what a stupid thing to have calories. It's got electrolytes. Okay, you go run a 5K and then tell me about electrolytes. That's why I like those. G- I like that G2 line they came out with. I don't even know if they even if that still exists or if they just made most of their the stuff zero that cals same. or whatever. It wasn't zero, but it was ten, much much less than standard. Yeah. But I mean, there you go. It's like, do I want? Do, I don't know if I want calories. I either want it to be from beer. Or I want to eat it. I don't want to drink it. You know, that's true. That's, so that's true. That's why I don't. You know, I avoid most of that. See, the thing about Gatorade is the reason it has calories is because they have to put sugar in it because it tastes like shit. <laughs> Seriously, it tastes like powder. All right, enough of Gatorade. So, yeah, that was my Sody Pop story. I have many, like, that happens all, oh, it's a birthday. Here. I always it's, say, like they have, it's like they haven't realized what you've been doing for the past how many years, and, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Have, you've known me for, like, eight years. How do you not see? It's like when they give you a piece of cake and you're always like, oh, just cut me a small one, and it's like half the cake. I know you're trying to be nice, but yeah, I mean, I definitely like crud this past weekend, but it was my birthday, so I didn't care. And then Sunday, I'm like, well, it's still my birthday because my dad's taking me out to dinner. So I'm going to eat this burrito. There you go. There you go. Nice. Well, there you have it. Yep. That's what we did. You want to you want to go around the web in 80 days? Uh, I prefer 72. That's a nice kind of round number. Well, 80 is rounder, but it's also round. It's better than 71. That'd be weird. Yeah. We have a headline that you we didn't get to last week, right? Two weeks ago. I think. Two weeks ago. Oh my gosh. Yes. This, is from, this is from NPR, everyone. Cool your jet science might explain your weird and emotional airplane behavior. I don't know if I have a weird and emotional airplane behavior or not. I don't, I don't know. know either. Um fly well, I'm gonna skip the beginning intro, but essentially flying makes people do weird things. When people get on a plane, they revert to a lizard brain where they forget all social decencies. In common sense, Kat Anderson, a flight attendant, has seen her fair share of oddities through three years of accommodating travelers. Flying takes away everybody's sense of control, so people tend to grasp at whatever kind of control they can have, whether that be yelling about overhead bin space above their seat or yelling <laughs> about having to check their bag or whatever. The Boston Globe investigated our, our propensity for strange behavior on flights and found that the incapacity to regulate emotion might have a scientific explanation. This is the air. interesting part. Low air pressure reduces the oxygen in our blood and can affect our decision-making and emotions. The symptoms related to hypoxia are probably part of what caused airline passenger when airline passenger winds Bradley Cooper induced Sobfest, a phenomenon so common there's a term for it. Previously in the article, it talks about uh, a star is born. So that's yeah, why which I, I will that. also be talking about later that's probably. A, that's a Bradley Cooper thing. Uh, Wind is now a card-carrying member of the Mile Cry Club. She's joined by Alan Perez, another team for Inline Passenger. They're talking about they were very emotionally sobbing to the heartbreaking end of said film. Uh, on my last flight, I was watching Crazy Rich Asians, and I was sobbing pretty bad, Perez says. And with my blanket and my pillow, I hid my face a little. I don't know why I was ashamed, but I also didn't want the guy next to me to worry about me. Uh, Perez exhibits other odd behaviors while flying. Like other passengers, his cravings are different in the friendly skies. I usually never drink ginger ale, but every time I'm on a flight, I always get ginger ale with See, ice. See, that's weird, too. The ice. So all these strange, you know, weird things. So it's all caused by the air pressure, apparently. How often have you flown? 
Uh, I've flown several, several times. My last flight was on our honeymoon. So 11, I was do on the air, air for 14 hours. So do you get a little loose? You know, no, do you order a ginger ale? Well, you drink no, ginger ale anyway. I was tired. Yeah, I, know, I do like ginger ale. I was tired as shit and I just wanted to sleep, but I couldn't because a little a-hole behind me kept kicking my chair. <laughs> and then I just can't sleep apparently sitting up. So it Which is weird because the whole cabin always just sounds like, you know, like that yeah. weird wind tunnel sound. Yeah, I've never heard of this. This is why I clipped this article because I thought it was interesting. I've never heard of anyone tell me like, yeah, when I fly, I just do the crazy shit, man. You know, like. I don't know. I've never heard of anyone say this before. And then all of a sudden right. everyone's just like, I get ginger ale. That's I love this, this tweet. They have me on me on land. What kind of goddamn freight drinks tomato juice? Me on an airplane. Yum, yum. It's tomato juice time, bitch. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, everybody on a plane should be in a much better mood if that's. The I case. would prefer a Clamato juice. Ooh, hmm. I prefer clam juice. No, that's weird. That's always in Rocco's modern life. They're always drinking cans of clam juice. Well, to that. OK. OK, fine. <laughs> it's fine. And uh, we're proud to say that Mr. Man on the Street, Dan Anthony, has supplied two interesting articles for us to discuss on tonight's show. Wow. Starting off, uh, Dan writes, TSA agent fired after passing note to traveler that said, you ugly. <laughs> You this ugly. Comes from ABC7 Eyewitness News, New York airport worker fired for giving passenger you ugly note. So, uh, excuse the autoplay. This is in Rochester, New York. Skinny Matt. It's like right in your backyard. An airport security worker in New York has been fired for handing a passenger a handwritten note that said, you. Oh, my God. There's video of it happening. <laughs> the June incident came to light this week after a passenger, Neil Strassner, obtained security video through public records request and posted it to YouTube. The video from Greater Rochester International Airport shows the worker handing Strassner the note after he passes through a metal detector. Strassner says he didn't think much of it, continued towards gate. That's when the, he says the woman yelled out, you going to open the note? So she like taunts him into open it. Strassner says that when he did, the woman burst out laughing. He later complained to her supervisors. The Transportation Security Administration says the woman worked for a contractor. The agency says it has zero tolerance for this type of behavior. Oh, my God. That's, I think she was writing another note for somebody else after she let's handed see, I'm it off. It. It's at like That's the very a- end because they show it like over and over and over and over. Here's the thing. And I was going to ask this. Is the guy actually ugly? No, not really. I mean, he just looks like a normal dude. He's kind of a kind of a nerdy white dude. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, she totally seems like some uh, the type of immature person who would think yeah. this is funny. She's got so. a boring job, so she's probably wrote up a bunch of random notes like that and was handing to passengers to see how they react. You know, basically, I don't, I don't think she specifically saw him and said, you're ugly. You know, I don't. I don't think it was that sort yeah, of malicious. That's probably intent, true. But it's still. She had it written funny. out before he even was there. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I think. You know, he just happened to be the person that got it. Why you, would you think that's OK? You what a dummy. Oh, why? You don't got no alibi. You, you ugly. ugly. Hey, hey, you, you ugly. Hmm. Poor guy. And what would be an episode of Flexibuzz without a trip to see Florida man? Florida that's man. Right, gangs. This is from WITN News, NBC affiliate. Uh, Dan Anthony, again, thank you for the article. Florida man attacks yes. jogger with sword after dispute yes. over trash. Uh, okay, there's video here. I'm going to watch it. Yes. Uh, he, he's got like, there's this, 
he kind of looks like he wants to be Hulk Hogan. He's like a skinnier Hulk Hogan with this big trash. He's the like blue a, Hulk Hogan instead like of the Like a weird orange. wagon. And he's yelling at the dude. And yeah, he's coming. He's walking. Oh, across God. He, has wow, he, he is bringing a sword. And he's. Oh, he's chopping, folks. We have chop, real chopping action. Is he like. Do you think he's actually going to threaten to. I can't tell if he's trying to like swing it at the guy if he's like trying to hit the guy with the sword or if he's trying to hit the wagon with the sword it looked like he was aiming for his arms i don't know how he didn't hit the guy's arms but i mean he like walks right up unsheaths it and starts just well first he goes for a big tomahawk swing but then he trips it looks like i think he was trying to take the wagon because then if you keep watching the clip somebody then, else like, takes this it. woman comes over and just takes it yeah so, i don't know so let's let's get into the article now we've seen the video uh, I love that still shot they got though with him like <laughs> yeah. he's like Michonne going to decapitate I was, zombie. Though. I was thinking um Jason from Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> uh this is in Oakland Park, Florida. A jogger in Broward County saw a man approaching him with what he thought was a red stick. It was actually a sheath and it was holding a sword. How did we get here? It started on July fifteenth when the jogger came across a pile of garbage in front of a vacant house in his neighborhood. Another man was already digging through the trash heap when the jogger decided to stop and have a look. Much to the chagrin of the other man, the jogger came across a heavy, a black heavy-duty dump cart and laid claim to it. Okay, so now... That's my dump cart! <laughs> now we know why he looks like Hulk Hogan, we know why he's sweaty, and we know yes. why there's a dispute over the cart. So the, there's a pile of trash, this guy found the, the cart and he claimed it before the other guy could get it. Deputies to the other man felt he had first rights to the cart because he was the first one rummaging through the pile. Both parties exchanged words, but in the end, the jogger simply wheeled the cart home as he ran behind it. That would have been the end of it, but deputy said the man followed the jogger. As he got closer, he unsheathed his sword and cocked it back, ready to deliver a blow if he couldn't get his hands on the cart. The jogger jumped back at first, allowing the man a brief moment to grab the cart, but before the man could get out of his yard, the jogger grabbed the cart again. Struggle began. Okay, we're giving a play-by-play here with the video we just yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. blah. Point out there was some capture on the home surveillance. The two men argued again as the iron man left the area. Deputy said the man threatened to come back. Oh, the woman wasn't even related. She swooped in and took it. The jogger briefly left the car unattended in his front yard. A minute later, a woman swooped in and grabbed it. Investigators believe the woman and the sword-wheeling man know each other. Jogger's surveillance shows the woman hurling, in, mm. hurling insults at him, but he never pursued her. Uh, deputies released the video on Monday and hopes someone will recognize the man and leave them a tip. Anyone who can help investigators find the suspect should contact Detective Tiberio Barbosa. They didn't so, even say what kind of sword it was. Like, I, it, was it a well, short sword? Was it a gladius it wasn't a scimitar, <laughs> kitana, kitana, masamune. Did you know that? Uh, I mean, it's no Buster Sword. I know that much. That is true because he was actually able to wield it. Mm-hmm. So he's able to like, yeah. What's Sephiroth Sword? That was the Masamune. Masamune was it? Well, that was also in also Chron- frogs. That was also in Chrono. Yeah, exactly. Chrono Trigger. Oh, it's a legendary sword that's been in many squished off dudes. Actually. <laughs> Uh, did you know that uh, uh, um, Katana means Phoenix Downs have been in more than one game? What about Ether? Huh? Did you know Jap- Katana means Japanese sword in Japanese? What about or a, sword a or Kupo, you little dumb fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a stick, but then it was a sword of some kind. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to get my arm chopped off. I just imagine him talking like either uh, Boomhauer or that dude from, because you kind of sounded like just now, the dude from uh, Borderlands. Come on and catch a ride. (laughs) You know. A little bit, yeah. I want to get that wagon and that guy (laughs) had a sword. He's going to chop my arm off. (laughs) 
God. <laughs> Only in Florida, man. I swear. That's uh that's our that's our around the web this week. If you want to have you have a wacky headline you want us to see, please hit us up on uh Twitter, twitter.com slash flexbozo or on, on our Discord server. We post it in the show talk. What a section. crazy we'll battle that erupted. <sighs> that's strange. Rager. Real banger. As Ooh, they say. Yeah. You, you want to go into some what you plan? I need more. I need more of those. <sighs> Push. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll ramp it up sometime. What you got, Lucas? What you what have you enjoyed this week? Oh, boy. Uh, Let's all movies. Just all movies all the time. More movies. Remember when I was like, I'm done with movies. The mummy ruined it for me. Then I was like, man, I'm just going to watch more movies. Help me, Tom Cruise. Use your voodoo powers. (laughs) Tell me about Scientology. Um, I I can't look. I can't look at Tom Cruise the same way anymore. I don't know. Well, I can't. I can't do it. it, Ever since I noticed he has he had a tooth in the middle of his mouth. I I, love her, man. I really love her. Yeah. Since that. (laughs) Oh, God, I forgot about that. Wasn't he wearing like a black? turtleneck or something something weird i don't know I don't, it was very strange it was all weird and he was jumping on the couch right yeah that was a long time ago galaxy yeah. far far away uh let's talk about ishtar 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 i knew nothing about this movie when i grabbed it from the library this is one of these random grabs random grabs that's what i'm calling it okay i see it i want it grab it I grab it I look at it. it scan yeah. it put it in my cart I leave. I watch it. This is a 80s era film. Easter. About. Now, this is really where it gets uh. messed up. It's about two guys who meet over their love of lounge singing, basically. And it stars D- Dustin Hoffman. I almost said Dennis. Dennis. Dennis Hopper <laughs> Hoffman. <laughs> And uh, Warren Beatty, Beatty, Betty, Warren Beatty, Warren BB, uh, Warren BB eight. <laughs> yes. Um, which obviously I know Dustin Hoffman. I don't know Mr. Warren G as well. Uh, and basically what this what this is, is it wants to be a, a Chevy Chase movie so badly. Oh, gosh. So what so happens like, is it wants to be like uh, funny a National Lampoon movie. Yeah, kind of. Well, uh, maybe more like what was that one we watched? What, what's a dick for? What was that one? Were they in the military? We watched stripes. it for Netflix. Was it Stripes? Was it I mean, stripes? if you're talking. Uh, well, that's Dan Aykroyd and uh, Chevy Ramis. Chase. No, not Dan Aykroyd. And that, that's uh, uh, Harold Ramis and. Uh, well, the, one I, the one I'm thinking of had Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. Oh, that was uh, Spies Like Us. Yes, there you go. It was more like that. So what happens is two lounge singers. Terrible, terrible. It's it's kind of funny, though, because every time something happens or they're stuck doing something or they're, you know, whatever the case may be, they're constantly trying to think of some shitty song to make it into, which it ends up being Love really that, it ends up being really funny in that sense. But these two singers who are trying desperately to get a record deal or something somehow end up going across seas, basically, to be a sensation over there first and then come back, like get popular overseas and then come back. Got it. And um, somehow they get mixed up into 
a terrorist organization or something and they are played off by both sides to accomplish things for this terrorist organization and it comes across as extremely like offensive a lot of the time Durka Durka for yeah for instance oh. uh there's a woman who is part of the uh rebel alliance or whatever and uh she's dressed in a like a burka in the the I, I'm not familiar with all the terms, but the head wrap and everything. So you can't mm-hmm. barely see her face. And for some reason, they thought it was a dude. I don't know why this guy did the dumb one of the pair. And uh, he's like wrestling with her and then finds out she he has breasts. And so he's like and grabbing he's like, oh. them. He's like, no, no, I don't feel bad that I have a erection. <laughs> well, he's like, these are breasts. And it just was so like. Like didn't some, play well in today's. Well, some of the yeah, some stuff like that doesn't age, especially not, not comedy, very well. like raunchy type comedies like that. Or so. here, here's another offensive one. They go to they end up getting into this bidding war where he was supposed to play. Dustin Hoffman is supposed to be the guy who is um, calling out the bids and everything or, you know, putting up the items for sale. Whatever you call that. The An bid auctioneer. master auctioneer. I prefer the Bidmaster. <laughs> is, that, is that the sequel to the Page Master? Yes, the it is. Bidmaster. You bought it. Um, so he doesn't know how to speak the language, but he pretended like he did. And it's all these Middle Eastern people. And so he just starts talking in the most offensive Middle Eastern, like, <laughs> you know, you want to buy this? You know, it was like, oh, my God, what am I watching? <laughs> yep, this is from the 80s. All right. So, yeah, Ishtar, it ended up being really bad. It was like all over the place. There were parts of it that were OK. It was sort of funny. But in the end, it was just all over the freaking place. And did the you story was this on weird. True Myth Media? No, I did not. And uh, I don't think I ever will, because uh-oh. I gave it a two point five. I gave it a five. five. Out of five. Mm, I like that pause. The pause was the best part. Yeah. Um, hypecaster. You've offended chat, by the way. I was going to say, you should be Thoroughly offended. offended chat. I'm offended for you, through you, and with you. Let's all be offended together. I'm triggered right now. I'm going to go on Twitter and tell everyone. I shake my fist. I'm going to I'm gonna angrily subtweet you and be like, cock goblin. How dare you make this movie 20 years ago? <laughs> You should kill yourself. That's Damn always it, a good Ivan one. Reitman. I just I'm actually I'm at that point in um, a history of I mean, a history of VR. I mean, history of the future. You don't even know how to use your words <laughs> uh, where he's getting death threats for for the Facebook. Ah. thing. Uh, anyways, let's go to something completely different. Sicario. Never watched it. Another kind of random grab. You know what I mean? Just mm, I've heard people talk I think about that's it. That's what you it's just talked about in the last scene. The, no, that's Ishtar. That, that was a random grab. Rest- the, the wrestling and the touching. Oh, the boobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was too. This one, not so random. This was more like a planned, like, oh, this is here. I will grab it now. <laughs> kind of like he did with the breasts. Do you see how that worked? <laughs> Anyways, let's get past the breasts. Sicario. Surprisingly a good movie. Uh, I'm not going to go into what it's about. It is a military type thing. But I was kind of thinking Hurt Locker. Is, is this the one with uh, Benicio Del Toro? And, yes. Uh, and Jane, M- Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. <laughs> yes. Emily Smoke a Blunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. yeah. Uh, it was mm-hmm. it was surprisingly, as I put here, surprisingly haunting, but it was also Ooh, surprisingly haunting. good. So there's ghosts. No, there is no ghosts. It's oh. more haunting in a realistic like I have PTSD now sort of oh. way. <laughs> um, you know, sticks so, with you forever. OK. Kind of, you know, kills whatever joy you had kinda on the like inside. A, like a fart. Exactly like a fart, actually. Except for a fart can escape and ruin other people's life. Well, I guess PTSD can too. Yeah, so you're See? exactly right. Um, one of the things I noticed. I am a wordsmith, you know. It's true. Uh, one of the things I noticed was the soundtrack in this movie was actually uh, helping along that feeling of like tension and dread okay. of what's going on. And uh, I just found it to be pretty fascinating. Sort of a, I don't know, military thriller, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, yeah I, I liked it a lot. Uh, it was a good surprise, and I gave it a four out of five. Out of five. Uh, yeah, let me, let's see, what are we at here? <laughs> you want to talk about what your, your future piece is? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm like, how long have we been going here for? Uh, yeah, let's talk with fighting with my family. Now, yeah. this, this was a movie that I planned on getting. I got it from Netflix DVD. yes. All right. I do Netflix DVD. I'm sorry. There's some movies that I can't get on streaming and I'm not willing to wait forever in a day for it to come to Netflix or Hulu, which Hulu is the worst streaming platform there ever has been. Why do I pay for that? I don't know. I still have to watch ads. Stupid. And it always closes. It just randomly closes all the time. I say I don't like it, but then I then I start getting onto my adventure time binges again. And then I'm like, okay, (laughs) that is true. A lot of Cartoon Network on there. That is, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, well, we always end up using it, too, because a lot of the TV that we would watch that would be like, I'm going to DVR this or I'm going to watch it on demand. That's kind of like Hulu takes. That. I figure I figure by the time. Yeah, exactly. And I figure by the time we finally get sick of it, that's when like Castle Rock down in Castle Rock comes on. <laughs> season two will be out. Yeah. Or I kind of thinking about, um, you know, if we do ever cut the cable cord. I think Hulu is what I would go with. I would go with the Hulu with live TV option for 50 bones. That is a good idea. But instead of cutting the cable cord, you should drill into it. I find Ooh. that works really well. But I heard the cable still works after that, though. The it does. It problem. does. It does. OK, it's it not the cable. It's a problem with the hundred dollar Google new r- r- router, router thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Deuterino in the chat says, whoa, don't diss Hulu. Just pay for no ads. See, here's the thing, though. Dude, Reno, I'm not made of money. I just had to have a kind of I got car repairs coming out of that my too. wazoo. That too. I do the Spotify deal and it specifically states in the contract that I signed in blood that you have to do the ads version for ten dollars. I feel like is there even a cost savings to do that? Because I feel like I'm paying the same if I'm just buying no. Spotify and Hulu. Spotify, separate. I think, is already nine ninety nine by itself a month. And Hulu is what eight ninety nine. Shoot, you just got to hold out long enough, and like they're they're giving out like six months, three month trials for nine ninety nine. Like, how, but how many times can you do like that? Opioids here in the United States. If you only do it one time, do you, they? If you do it once, do they give you another chance I to do know. it again? I, I haven't had Hulu. I, have, I haven't, I haven't seen had it. Spotify Premium in years because I'm like I never listen to it. I, I'm always listening to it on a desktop, so then I can just listen to whatever I want anyway. That's true. That's true. But I use it on my phone. When I'm driving around my, in my car, you don't have the data to do that. That's why I'd pay for it so I can download it. And then I don't have to have data. Bitch. Damn, <laughs> son. I just got pwned. 
showed you. Uh, what were we light. talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I guess you're talking about fighting with my family. <laughs> yes, I was. We, we didn't make it very far. Uh, Netflix DVD. I do Netflix <laughs> DVD. Okay. That's how we got down this. Don't make fun of me. Uh, what is this? Fighting with my <laughs> fighting with my family is basically a WWE advertisement disguised as a movie. Is what All it right. is. Oh yes, 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 yes. I know. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the story of Paige. The, the wrestler Paige. Donnie Reese, where are you? The diva. And uh, she has dark hair. She looks She's like a vampire. Now, she? I, I don't know, dude. I don't watch wrestling anymore. I used to. Back when their the characters were larger than life. Now they're just normal people. They don't even wear masks. Why do you think I like luchadors so much? At least they wear masks. Holy um, shit, Netflix has DVDs. I echo that statement. Uh, they also I have Blu-rays. That. They have lots of Blu-rays. I like watching Blu-rays. I hate watching can, DVDs. Can you please say it like that every time? They have Blu-rays. <laughs> I want to watch Blu-rays, you guys. But do they have HD DVD? No, they don't even have 4K because they're just like, why bother? No one's going to run it anyway, but I would. I would. I would Netflix if you're listening. Should we talk about this movie called Fighting With My Family? I, I guess. All right, so... I watched this movie, right? And pretty much only Donnie's list has heard of it as well. I saw a preview for this movie on another movie. Yes, I've actually started watching the previews to be more aware of other movies I may have missed. Just to see to see more movies. I need more movies in my life, apparently. Um, now, here's the thing, though. It was surprisingly good, actually. It had um, Nick Frost in it. Uh, uh, Cersei, whoever plays Cersei. I don't remember her name. She was also Mama in Dread. I could tell you, but I don't want to look it up. Emily Blunt. That's who it was. <laughs> she was also in uh, 300. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, she was. Uh, so you know who I'm talking about anyway. Yeah. So decent actors. Dwayne LaRock Johnson well, was course. in it. You know, he made a cameo. You know, don't expect him to be in there for too long. So, yeah, um, it was surprisingly good. And the acting was decent. The writing was surprising as well because there were certain parts like you kind of understand where this is going to go and she ends up in training which is why it ends up kind of being sort of a WD, WWE advertisement because you're just you like you can go to wrestling school and join the federation <sighs> yeah basically today uh, it shows you a lot about what it's like Vince Vaughn is in it too and he actually does a pretty good job and um, there's parts in that where I was expecting it to just be like, OK, and then here's where the here's where the, the other women in the group are catty towards her because she's different and all this other stuff. But there's some stuff that happens that doesn't go in that direction. And I was actually pleasantly surprised that it wasn't just a big cliche. Uh, mm-hmm. They take it in some different directions and there was some actual development of characters like the brother. Uh the you know obviously this is based off a real story so her brother and her both tried out for the WWE but only she gets accepted that's the whole crux of the movie basically and obviously her brother is not happy about this like he has to pretend to be but right. deep inside he's actually like I should have been the one I worked my ass off she just does it because we're a wrestling family so there was some pretty decent um character development and motivation and all sorts of stuff it was better than I expected. Now, the person, the biased person in me wants to give it a four because it's about wrestling and it was better than I thought it would be. But realistically, it's probably a three and a half 
there's not a lot of wrestling in it in it actually there's a little bit but okay so if you're coming in for the wrestling it's not a ton yeah i mean there's a little bit but not a ton i'd say there's about as much wrestling as there was in the first season or two of glow basically oh wow okay you know it's not like the wrestler where there's actual matches set up and everything yeah so gotta forget about that movie yeah that's a good one it's good so yeah uh I think that's going to do it. That's pretty that's much. Do it. I watched some other movies. I watched Young Adult, Three and a Half, A Star is Born. Not as great. Three and a Half. Like, it was okay. But Bradley Cooper sings. And oh, my God. It's a revelation. Yeah. Well, her other stars are all time. So, I don't know. It was Glow okay. Was do it, dude. You need to catch up. It's good. Yeah. Glow is good. Especially if in this new season if you want to see some boobs if you like butts and they're, boobs you they're all over it. butts and boobs and there's some penis too fun for, that. for the opportunity for the penis crowd everyone loves a good penis kind of like at the end of Peppa Pig they always say everyone loves a good penis <laughs> remember that episode I, I have not I seen that one uh, as for myself uh, we finished uh, Center Season 2 very good like it I like it as much as Center Season 1 uh the boys wow season finale of that wow i've only watched two episodes what do you think you like it are you like kind of i liked i like it at first the thing i'm having a struggle with is kind of everyone's shitty like i'm having a hard time grabbing on to somebody you know what i mean I don't know if you ever will for until like towards the end of the season, really. Everyone's okay. pretty shitty for most of the time. Okay. Maybe yeah. knowing that going in, I won't feel like I there's won't some, be there's looking. There's some turns. Like if you're looking for like some good part of Billy of Billy Butcher, you're not going to see that. Gotcha. You know, stuff like that. So, uh, but the, the way the last episode of the season. Wow. Talk about a good cliffhanger, like a big like what the F moment. Yeah. Ooh. And so now I'm kind of like I kind of want to read the comics. So. um which is like a double-edged sword because, like, I want to read the comics, but then do I want to spoil your comic was better seasons? <laughs> yeah, know? well, so, like Walking Dead, where you yeah. know the comic it, went way ahead. It's of very them. good. Um, I tooled around. You know, I haven't played Fire Emblem or Marvel <laughs> Alliance at all. Uh, I've had I, I've had Octopath Traveler for probably a month and a half, and I have not once put it in not, yeah. the the, it's the funny machine. How that works, isn't it? But so, I'm not going to take it back to the library. <laughs> so I, you know, I just haven't a lot of time to play. And when I have been in the mood, I, I haven't. And uh, you know, there's. You know, there's some good, good uh, Smash Ultimate Pro matches lately, so that got me playing that again. So finally, I was like, you know, why don't I try the tournament mode out? I should try that. So they actually had a rule set going that wasn't terrible. It oh. was two stock, two and a half minutes, no items. The worst part about it, it was on Final Destination stages, so it's all just the flat stage with no platforms, which gets old really fast. Oh, yeah. Um, but the first time I t- tried it, I made it to, like, top eight, or, or no, top 16 out of, out of 32. So I was like, okay. okay. Played again made top eight i was like okay played it again made it to finals but it was like playing a stop motion animation i was playing against a joker and he was just like it was horrible yet somehow i took him i took him into a sudden death he like wow and tell you what playing that game two stock two and a half minutes it you you have to be aggressive all the time and usually what happens you'll like you'll get that first stock off of someone and then manage to be up at like very high percentage and you're not going to have enough time to take their second stock. And then you're just trying to stay alive because if you lose your stock, you're going into sudden death. So that's uh, it, kind of annoying. And then uh, you yeah. know, I played a couple other times. I made it to I made it to finals one other time. And 
didn't work out but it, it's fun it, it definitely it was like a fun little challenge but you just got to see what the rule set is because if it's weird items and stuff like that i'm not going to do it uh my featured thing tonight oops, wait hold that. on how often does that rotate then i think they do um a tournament's open for like three days oh, okay so they, pretty and quickly they, and they, and they, so, yeah pretty quick do like two a week or something yeah so i watched good boys that came out uh, just released on friday it's uh produced by seth rogan so you get that same kind of raunchy comedy if you watch the red band trailers like there's a couple scenes that you know i don't know how you can probably start to line this with trailers are they're, they're either shot they're either shot specifically to use in a trailer or the dialogue yeah. changed out or they just make some changes i like the scenes that they some of the like the one scene in the trailer they show um the, they call themselves the beanbag boys they're having like hanging out at each other's house and the, the one's little sister keeps annoying them and she keeps she's like i know what what did she say she's like i know what crack is or i know what cocaine is and they're like sheila i think that's her name he's like get the fuck out of here and then she keeps like showing up and then like harassing them and he's like get the fuck out of here she's like i can be a big bag a beanbag boy i can grow a tiny penis like thor (laughs) he's like mom but that scene's never in the movie and that's like one of the funniest parts but um you know it's the same thing it's three three um they're three young boys are in sixth grade and you know they're, they're navigating the perils of middle school um and it's like it's not like super raunchy, but it's just a lot of a lot of cursing and, you know, just being they're like they're kids. They're not like they're on that cusp of of, you know, sex is something that that's away from them. But they're starting to grow up from being just children into being teenagers, you know. Yeah. And there's this whole storyline of this. They're trying to they have to go to their first kissing party. So they have to learn how to kiss. And then their dad's drone gets one of the dad's drone gets destroyed in the process. So they need to replace the drone before he gets back from his business trip or they'll all be grounded and they won't be able to go to the party. So that's like the storyline that plays out. There's a lot of funny scenes and just some, you know, some funny the hell has a drone. <laughs> right. And I just, you know, we laughed a lot and it was just it was it was great. Is it the most amazing movie? No, but it was just, it was funny. And it's like what we needed at the time. It's just fun to go to the theater and laugh. And luckily, like the. You know, I don't think anybody in the audience was a holes. Um, Did the audience laugh? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's That's a lot always of laughing a, going on. So good. It's always I a mean, bad feeling when you're like, "This is supposed to be funny," and nobody's laughing. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was good, and it, and it, it has some like this wholesome moment of like you know the the driving line towards the end is like you know your you grow your young friends you're friends with people when you're young tonight because of the proximity. Your parents are friends, etc. You grow apart, and it's okay to grow apart. But and you're gonna maybe you're not gonna be friends. So there's like that whole side of thing playing out too. It, it, but it, <laughs> that it happened was, to me. <laughs> it was cute in times, and it was still fun, and it was fun. But nice, um, we had a good laugh out of it. But I still wish that tiny penis scene uh, made it because that's so that's so funny. <laughs> I need you to give it an arbitrary score. Uh for you, for me, three. for you. I'd give it a three out of five. Okay. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with a three. A three for me is like a good, like a good seven video game. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Good sevens. Three's good. I don't know if there's comedies that really like can be a four or five for me anymore because they're just they're different types of movies. You know, they they they're they're different. I will say this though. Um, I didn't mention this about my birthday. I did receive a copy of Endgame on Blu-ray. Oh my god! I haven't been able to watch it yet. So, but then part of me is still like, do I, I kind of want to watch Captain Marvel first just to keep that chronology going, but I'm probably not going to, I'm probably just going to watch the game. You don't, you're not missing much. At least I didn't feel like I haven't had, 
like the most of the spoilers I've seen so far are like I keep seeing the art or the shot of the Iron Man armor with the Infinity Stones in it. I don't even know if that's a spoiler or not, but that's like the one thing that's one thing I keep seeing. Other than that, I already have an indication of what who dies anyway, just because of my knowledge of Marvel Comics anyway. But for the most part, I've I've kept pretty spoiler free this entire time. So considering that movie has been out for what, six months? Well, the good thing now is that it seems like people talking about stuff goes so quickly now it's like the first two weeks and then boom everything's gone and they're spoiling something else i think that's a really good point it goes back to like our whole fomo thing it's like if you can survive the first two weeks of any game like i thought i would be like missing out about marvel when you guys had and that that disappeared like i don't think most people want to admit that 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 game's not (laughs) like it's fine it's not good it's 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 a it's a bad seven no maybe it's a good seven i don't know it's it's hard it's not for everybody that's why it's hard like it's not, I don't know. It's one of those uh, games that yeah. you have to be in the mood to play, kind of. I guess there's a lot of people that you know love Fire Emblem and everything, but I, you know, I just don't. It'll be nice so when this is all done, I can start like unmuting movie channels and Discord servers that I'm in. <laughs> so I've, I've had to like I've nice. untagged myself from almost anything that it, it, that corresponds with it, and I've muted those channels so I don't. So anytime Donnie would be like, "Oh, you guys," I was like, "No, I can't go in there. I can't do it." So <laughs> I want to. But I can't. But it was funny, you know, just the act, the, the 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 process of going out to the movies was fun, you know, just to be able to do that because we haven't done yeah. that in a while. So it was good, and that that was really it, man. Uh, we're out of shows to watch right now. I kind of like um, now that I finished the boys, I got some book. I got a book I don't hold at the library. I got to pick up. Um, I kind of want to start now. It's like the time where I want to see. I want to talk Jessica, seeing if she's interested in rewatching, or for me, it's a rewatch. Prefer it be her first time rewatching uh halt and catch fire the entire Ooh. series because i like that show it is a good show i would buy that on physical media Ooh, heard it here first yeah and that's it man i think that's it for me i think okay. that's it for the show yeah i think we're done i think we've done everything i like you guys you hung out in the chat and that was awesome we're so glad you were here with us thank you like so much fun you guys typing words and us slowly acknowledge them during this podcast it's true it's a good time Appreciate it. You should do it every week. I hope. We do it every week. We do it every week. You should do it every week, too. I think so. What about that? Oh, my gosh. Let's get out of here. But first, let's say thank you to all of our patrons. But a special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Josh Brown, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Allen, Tom Servo, our Executor of Excellence, Edwin Cowell, and Sean Capri. Oh. And Bob before the Crusaders of Legion, Dan Anthony and Devin Tyus. We thank you guys so much for your support if you are interested and would like to join the flux legion on patreon please check out patreon.com slash because that exclusive monthly show that's the popular thing all the all the networks all the patronage shows are doing gotta have a monthly show we're gonna have a monthly show exclusive to patrons take a peek at that we've got a new volume of flexible's radio coming out our greatest hits which is be luke, mine and lucas's favorites yeah you'll want that and that's it. Let's play an overclocked remix to get us out of here. Tonight, our game is Puyo Puyo. The remix is called I Just Skipped Time Yesterday. It's again uh, from Puyo Puyo, released by Sega 1992 on the Genesis. This is funk. It's pop. It's probably energetic and aggressive. I hope you guys like it. Give it a listen. That's going to do it for Flux Post this week. I'm tired of talking. I'm Jason. He's Lucas. We'll see you next week. From our flex to pose. Goodbye. And because Dan Anthony likes it, I have to do this. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Seth Rogen laugh if you didn't get it. That's how he laughs. So goodbye. See ya. Bye bye. Bye bye. Now dance party. <laughs>